step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Well, it may be the devil, and it may be the Lord, but you're gonna have to serve somebody. You're with News Radio 840 WHAS. Terry Miners here. Author Vinny Tolman joins me from Points Unknown. He's the guy I was telling you about earlier. His story is incredible. The book's called The Light After Death, My Journey to Heaven and Back. At the age of 25, Vincent Tolman was pronounced dead and put in a body bag. Nearly an hour later, he miraculously came back to life. And he tells his story in this book, The Light After Death. He has a lot to thank for a a medic, a first responder on the EMS crew, who was riding along in the ambulance next to his body, which was in the body bag. And the worker, the EMS worker, was feeling like, I wish we could have done more. I wish we would have this or that or whatever. And then he opened the body bag. And then from that point on, obviously, something started to change. And uh, the two people riding up front, from the way it was described in the book, them were like, uh, hey, uh, what are you doing? What's going on? What's happening? And, they, and, and then uh, apparently it gave a sign of life. And so they changed their plans from wherever they were headed to to uh, get them to a hospital. All right, Vinny, do we have you connected now? We sure do. It's so good to have you on, my friend. Your story is pretty amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. All right, so I already told the audience a little earlier. You're you're a healthy 25-year-old. You and your buddy take some supplement in the morning because you're going to go to the gym, What the normal thing that you do. And anyway, you both felt badly as you drive down the road. You pull into a Dairy Queen. You go in there. He starts throwing up in a booth. You go in the bathroom and die. So you, yep, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> so, so you saw yourself your body on the floor, like, like you were a sky cam at a football game. You're, you're, you're looking down from above and watching all the people frantically moving around. Yes. Uh, But what was so weird is I didn't know it was me. I really didn't because what, what it looked like didn't look like me at that point. Uh, It looked different than me, even though the clothes were, were similar. It didn't look like me. Plus me was up here watching things. So I, it didn't dawn on me that what I had just watched was my own death. I just mentioned the EMS person who was moving along with you and had suspicions that this story wasn't over, so he was a heck of a rescuer. You stay in touch with that person today? I did. You know, for the first couple of years, I did. He's since uh, kind of uh, moved on with his life and, and doesn't like to talk about it much anymore. He he, he doesn't like the whole uh, miraculous thing. He just shrugs it off as he was doing his best that day, and, and he felt this this premonition, he calls it a premonition that, that, uh, this one's not dead. And he went ahead and, and broke protocol, which that could have got him fired on the first week on the job, on the job. Yeah. He broke protocol and opened up a body bag to try to resuscitate this dead body that was already declared. 
once all the maneuvering of your body and so forth went on, then you describe what went on. You use quotations, but you say in the book it was more like telepathic messaging between you and your guide. Tell me more. So what was really neat about that is communication is only used by a mouth here, by our mouth talking here. Um, there, you don't need that. It's instantaneous. The second you have the thought, um, the response is there. It, it's it's instantaneous, just like how you'd type something into Google or something, and the results there. That's how it is. But it's 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 all energy. Everything's energy there. So uh, the, the any question I had, the answer was right there within my mind space, within my consciousness on anything. Is every soul? From what you understood from this journey, is every soul accounted for? Meaning there's no hell, that hell might be here on earth, but people are, are trying to elevate themselves, no matter if they were a nun or a rabbi when they were here or they were a mass murderer. They're all part of God's plan? They are. Um, and and as, as hard as it is for us to understand that for God to build a ladder for us to climb, there had to be a bottom part of the ladder with rungs at the bottom, and there had to be a top of the ladder. And, and essentially, it's, you know, finding out who God is for you and following that essence of who God is for you is how you climb that ladder. And that's where that's what we're here to do. We're here to learn. We're here to be in the classroom and not the courtroom. This is not a courtroom where we're supposed to be judged and throw away part of us. Um, that's, that never happens. There's never a single soul that is cast away and lost. It, it doesn't happen. Um, every single soul is so precious to the creator, every single soul. The same way that if you're a loving parent here, you would never throw away one of your children, let alone you know, nine out of 10, you wouldn't. You would keep, keep and do whatever you could to, to help your children in any way you, could, you possibly could. And that's the love of a human parent um, and the love of our creator is it's so much more so much more than what we can identify as love here. You describe in the book your, the visualization of things as though you're like going through space or whatever. And this guide, you ultimately find out later in life when you're back on Earth that that was your great-great-great-grandfather. But is it like you're on a tour and they're showing you this is where you're going to be eventually? And then my second question is, why don't we all get that experience? So this is a weird aspect to how uh, it happened to me. I've always been very cognizant of everything around me. And it, it comes from my upbringing. I was raised in a, a very abusive home. And I needed to almost be psychic the way that I needed to know how my father was feeling before he got home. And I needed to know what kind of feelings he had. I needed to know if he was on a good day or a bad day or just an okay day. And this, this ability to just know everything that was going on around me, I, I developed that as a survival mechanism. And it was that ability to just really be cognizant of everything going on around me that perfectly trained me for this experience so that when it happened, I remember so much of it. I was aware of so much of it. You know, many people say they, they went through this tunnel of light. That tunnel of light was a, a gaping chasm as big as a, a football stadium if you wanted it to be, if you wanted to look around and see what was there and really experience that experience. So I did. And it was just my intention and my consciousness that allowed me to see so much. If I was so um, enamored by just the light, I would have just said, oh, wow, you know, take me there. But I, I had so many questions. 
I felt like almost like a scientist. I wanted to just know more. I wanted to see more through the whole journey. And so that's what made me allow or allowed me to remember and, and perceive so much of my journey, including who my guide was and later come to find out he was my great, great grandfather. And, and I'd never seen his picture never heard his name a day in my life. And it was, it was a nice little confirmation for me, um, for me to understand that this was a real thing that happened to me, not some delusion, like some neurologists try to tell you that, that it's just delusion. But when real people are showing up that you never knew before, um, you know that that was a real event that happened to you. Does your guide still message you now back on earth? Absolutely. He's, he's part of my, I call him my daily team. I work with a, a team of spirits and angels and, 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 you know, some of them are souls that have been here and they've crossed over and now they're helping people like myself and other people who are intuitive. Um, and then I have my angel team. I love my angels. I work with daily and, and yeah, I, I work with him on, on a daily basis. He, he not only helped me get the book done, he helped my co-author Lynn Taylor get the book done. He was coming to him regularly to help kind of bring, bring answers to the forefront of what, where there was questions where we couldn't really get a discernible um, uh, description of how to describe these otherworldly things that was so hard to do. And yet Lynn Taylor was able to do it. He's very gifted with that. You described this beautiful place of learning and you gave us the sense that there were all these souls that were there and they're trying to learn and be better. Is it a finite number of souls and we all just keep replenishing? I mean, through the history of humankind and also you made it sound like as though there, that seemed as though there were higher levels of beings and that we are low frequency people on earth and we don't understand these much more intelligent beings who are elsewhere. Yes. So uh, where we exist here, we are a, a, the lower intelligence of cycles. Um, but in our spirit form, we're, we're supreme intelligence. So, you know, we, we do cross through this, this veil of forgetfulness to get here so we can kind of have some ignorance so that we can learn and, and we can grow. And then we go back, you know, through that veil and we bring back that memory of, of our, our existence before we came here. But, you know, it, it's a consistent cycle of progress. It's, we're always progressing through the cycles. And, um, and what's really neat is there's a lot of life after this. We don't just go up and hang out in, in the basketball gym of heaven, just play basketball all day. That's, that's not what heaven's about. We're, we get the opportunity to serve our loved ones that are still on earth if we want to. We get to go and live out the things that we felt we missed in this physical life, this physical realm. And we get to do it not in like a, a selfish way, but in a way that the creator wants us to have what we feel we miss. So if we lost a child, um, you know, early on in life, we'll get to have that experience of feeling like we're raising that child and, and letting that child go to high school and go to prom and all of those things. Where we feel we were robbed, we're allowed that, 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 that experience. If we really feel we need it, we're allowed that. Um, and then beyond that, once we get to these higher, higher realms, there's so much energy work to be done in the universe. This is work where um, it's a gathering of energy, a building of energy. And that's where we, we get to go next if we want to. Um, you know, if we want to graduate ourselves out of the university, out of the virtual reality, or out of the, the experience that we're given. Yeah, because moms obviously ache over miscarriages. And we talk about abortion all the time. And so are those souls back in play somehow? 
in this next realm. I guess to, I, I'm asking if you had any sense of that. I do. So um, there's been many times I've connected to um, souls who who were actually aborted. Those souls do still exist, and some of those souls, depending on the mother's choice, if if it was 100% her choice, if she was kind of pressured into it, others pressured her into it. And depending on where she was in with that choice, she sometimes is given that ability to, you know, raise that child if she if it's going to heal her and help her um, complete her development and her graduation. In other ways, um, that soul was here to be aborted, to to be a penance or a symbol of of what is wrong or right with our our humanity on Earth, and it's it's to 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 kind of be a a mark on the board. Um, for the wrong or the right, whatever way you want to look at it, so that the energetic cycle of this planet, as we progress, as we go to this higher realm, because the planet is on this this trajectory where where every so many thousands of years it goes to this higher cycle, and we're on that trajectory now, and and the planet itself is going to this higher frequency, this higher light, this higher love cycle, and as it goes there. If we don't, if we don't um, reach and meet that higher love across the planet, then, you know, ourselves are going to essentially not synchronize with this planet anymore. And we'll, we'll just peel away in, in masses you know, of heart attacks, you know, cardiac uh, problems or, or strokes, different things, you know, different health uh, modalities will take us all out. But, and it's not a scary thing or a bad thing. It's just the fact that, that um, it's part of, the graduation of the planet and the planet's on that trajectory now it's it's up to us we're at the beginning of that trajectory it's time for us to wake up and and start embodying that light and that love that our creators planted inside of us and and find it grow it um, share it and then we're starting to live that purpose that we're here to do is to to do that vinnie tolman it's a compelling book it's called the light after death and there are 10 points Foundational principles, be authentic, understand the purpose of life, love everyone, listen to your inner voice, use technology responsibly. You cover all this stuff in here. Release prejudice, that's a big one. Exercise the power of creation, avoid negative influences, understand the purpose of evil, and know that we are all one. So that's pretty much the the course requirements for all human beings. Yeah, and and here's the thing: it's it's not for everybody, but it's for those who are ready for it. It really is. So if it, if it speaks to you, go go seek it out, and um, you know you can find us all over the place. Uh, we have our own website called Living God's Light that uh, we kind of offer our different interviews and our different podcasts there, so that people can can really see what this is all about. Fascinating stuff. And I know I don't have to ask you if you're sad that you had to come back because then you met your wife and you're, you're a parent. So I know I know you wanted to come back. Great talking to you, Vinny. You know, I yeah, thank you so much, Terry. It was, it was a pleasure today. And thank you so much for what you do. You betcha. Thanks so much. That's Vinny Tolman. His book is called The Light After Death, My Journey to Heaven and Back. Actually, it's technically Vincent Tolman, T-O-L-M-A-N. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.